You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky. Welcome back to the Epically Geeky Show, episode number 103, version 2. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight's opening question is, what Halloween movie or movies do you still have to watch before the big night? Chris? Uh, I don't need to. I feel like Halloween is every day. No. <laughs> I just... <laughs> She's Wednesday Adams. <laughs> Wednesday Adams. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. I, I, there isn't... I don't like scary movies, so that cuts out a lot of the whole scared mm-hmm. vibe. And um, I never watched uh, Charlie Brown and the uh, Great Big Pumpkin. Is that what it's called? The Great Pumpkin? Yep. I didn't yeah. watch that as a kid either. Um, so anything with magic in it, like... Practical Magic, or um, even Harry Potter. Makes it feel special. It what does. You were saying in version one. Mm-hmm. Version one, I said it. Version one, yes. <laughs> um, what's funny is is we actually, uh, the boys, and, and we actually just watched uh, the Charlie Brown special last mm-hmm. night, night before. That movie came out in 66. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling the boys, I was like, this movie is like 11 years older than Daddy. That is how old this show is. And you can tell because some of the humor, I'm just like, I st- I'm an adult and I still don't think it's that funny. But no, whatever. I didn't like it. I didn't like yeah. that. So, yeah. so um, I'm to jump in here with my answer real quick. Um, I actually have not watched any of my normal Halloween movies. Um like, I haven't watched Shaun of the Dead yet. I haven't watched Ghostbusters yet. I haven't watched Night of the Living Dead yet. Like, I've got to figure out. But I've been so busy with projects and all this other stuff going on. I just, I haven't had time. I've got to, I've got to find time to do that. So, um, but yeah, so there, there's two or three that I usually try to watch every year. And I just, I have not gotten to anything yet. So, who knows? Maybe I'll correct that after the show. We'll see. Uh, Ray, what, 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 what say you, sir? Well, uh, Nowadays, not much. I, I, I don't watch a lot of movies nowadays. That, uh, But back in the day, uh, especially when I was hanging out with Tara, mm-hmm. <clears throat> right around this time of year, Fire in the Sky. <gasps> no! <laughs> that movie messed me up. I had nightmares for a month after I watched that. Ditto. Oh, oh, oh can't. And then we would watch Hellraiser. Uh-huh. And we watched Candyman. Oh, Lord. So, you know, all of those types of movies. Uh but definitely, I remember the one being Fire Fire in the Sky was like anything like that. It was based on true events. I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it made it even better. No, that's what made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I'm, I'm in the same boat with you on that one, uh, Chris. I, yeah, I can't. I can't do that movie. No. Oh, come on! It's so awesome. Oh. Um. <laughs> well, tonight's topic. We're going back and visiting. Uh, uh, another topic we had previously done, uh, turning a movie into a board game. Well, this time we're focusing on Halloween. And I did. I specifically said Halloween movies. I did not say uh, horror movies because not everyone on the program really watches horror movies. So uh, I'm, I'm kind of in there. Like I, uh, some there are some horror movies I'll watch, but not not a lot. So uh, and so I tasked everyone tonight with coming up with with turning a Halloween movie into a, a board game, or at least two or three of them. So uh, would anyone like to go first? All right, go for it. All right, so I'm going to start with one uh, that 
it's the last one I kind of came up with. I'm going to need so just a heads up. I will need to, uh, some um, ideas to flesh them out a little bit, but I'll give okay. you the basis of it. So uh, this is uh, Ticket to Ride, if you dare. Okay. <laughs> so the vehicles, and so instead of trains, we're going to go with vehicles. Uh, so there's a the Peterbilt truck from uh, Duel from 1971. Uh-huh. Uh, Lincoln Continental from The Car in 1972. You got the 1958 Plymouth Fury from Christine. It was a 1983 movie. Uh, a Chevy delivery truck from Jeepers Creepers in 2001. Uh, you've got Black Cadillac from Black Cadillac in uh, 2003. And then the 71 Chevy Nova from uh, D- um, Death Proof. <clears throat> okay. Was, uh, 2007. So you, you get to pick whichever vehicles you it's going to be your, your ride. Okay. Now, instead of getting tickets, you have to collect... Um, <clears throat> you have to collect weapons in order to to actually uh, make enough kills uh, in the cities. Okay. So, so each of the cities that you have to go through are worth a certain amount of kills. Nice. Uh, and then that way, you know, you you have to plan out your route a little bit. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. You know, the more kills you get, and if you complete it, then you know, if you don't complete it, then uh, you die. Then well, then you die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Van Helsing comes and kills you. But there you go, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was that was kind of my thing there. Just thinking of a roundabout way of doing it. Um, I, I need a little bit more ideas on how to, other than the kills, uh, uh, fleshing it out a little bit. But no, I like that. Like I tried to figure out a way to do a. Uh, I started with the movie first, and then tried to figure out how to like, you know, uh, the board game second. And I, I, I thought that was the one I was like, well, can I do something with Ticket to Ride? And I couldn't figure out how to do it. That actually, I like that. That makes sense. Thanks, man. Yeah, no, it's, I was trying to think of the different weapons that you'd pick up, though. Like, it being vehicle-based, it would be... Machine be, guns. Machine guns, yeah. Missile. Blades for the wheels. Yeah. Cow uh, catcher. Cow catcher yeah. on the front, yeah. Yeah, that'd actually be good, yeah. So, obviously, a certain amount of tickets would cost, you know... Flamethrower. <clears throat> Flamethrower. Mm-hmm. Meat grinder. It's endless, really. So, yeah. Streaming is going up and down again, but we're recording at least, so should be good to go that way. So, all right. Well, we're recording. Yeah, we're recording. So, if you're watching YouTube live, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So, but at least we should have a good recording that I can pull audio from. So, we we shall see. And it looks like it's back. Okay. Um, (laughs) Chris, would you like to go next? Sure. Um, so I picked types of games that I like playing. I don't okay. like, I, it's not like I don't like it. I'm just, I can't play strategy games. I'm not built for strategy. I always lose or collect the most things and then don't, can't do anything with them because I've died. Um, so one of the games I like playing is Uno. Cause I mean, very minimal strategy involved, uh-huh. uh, but I would change it to magic eight and base it on the Harry Potter movies because they're magical. Mm-hmm. And so it's a card game with two to six players. It would probably be for uh, ages eight and up and eight cards per person. And the object is to be the first person to get rid of all of your cards. Um, so you'd have four different colors of cards, which were the uh, houses. So red, blue, okay. yellow, um, and numbers for your time. So if you get a pick up two, the card starts yelling at you and heckles you. If you get a pickup four, it starts shooting red sparks at you. 
Um, if you get a misaturn, it just explodes in your face. If you get an, you know, the any change color ones, uh -huh. it's for you. If you get a pickup four with an any change color, uh, it tries to snap at the intended person you want to pick up for. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So, and then you can double up on the cards uh, if you have more than uh, one color, like the same color or um, number. Oh, if you, what did I write? You can double up cards in mat if they match the number or the color. Because I like playing that way. So if you have like three twos, but they're all different colors, you can still lay them down. Mm -hmm. I liked playing that way when I was a kid. Gets rid of your cards faster. Oh, and then yes, if, you get a, if you get a switch direction, uh, the card just starts dancing away from you. You have to try and get it. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> it's very involved. But it kind it of sounds like it. Of Wizard's Chess, where it's, you know, the, the game plays back with you, too. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, I did, Uno never even crossed my mind. That's awesome. <laughs> Good deal. Um, all right, do y'all want... I came up with two more involved games, and then I came up with one just kind of threw it out there, like I, I just threw together a third one. Do y'all want the, the, the simplest one, or do y'all want the more involved? So the first one that I came up with was um, Shaun of the Dead. And um, I have this Ghostbusters game. It's back over here behind me. Um, I've only played it once or twice and <coughs> pardon me, <coughs> played it with Lewis, like at a guy's weekend a couple years ago. And then we played it at, again at this guy's weekend with Rudy and actually did, uh, pre, you know, got, you know, a little further along with it. It's got like four or five campaigns in it. So, um, it looks like we're still broadcasting, but the actual, uh, uh, Skype video is frozen up. So hopefully that will unfreeze here in a second. <laughs> Um, it's just, it's a thing. It's, it's, it's a just comedy a comedy of errors. It is a comedy of errors. Anyway, uh, so, um, anyway, the, uh, um, the thing about the game is it's got like nine, nine or ten of these cardboard tiles. And every time you go through a scenario, you either, you, you put the tiles together in a certain formation. And in some cases you flip on the back and it has a different formation or whatever. And that's how you set up the board. And that's how I wanted to do for this. So you would have like, um, houses and fences and a bunch of other stuff. And so as you progress through the scenario of the game, as it were, you know, you would, you would set it up. So like, you know, in the beginning you would set it up to be the house and you would, you know, you'd have to get, um, um, uh, uh, uh Sean and, and his buddy, you know, from inside the house out to the car without attracting too much crap that's going on. Uh, and then, you know, you have to set up the board and, um, You've got to go, you know, pick up his mom. And at this, you know, at this point, you've got more players coming in if they want to. And then, you know, you've got to go pick up the friends. And and then you've got to, you know, eventually try to get to uh, the Winchester. And every time, you know, as you're going through this, every time you're flipping the board and then, you know, you've got zombies, you know, that, you know, it'll tell you where to put the zombies or whatever. And you can, you know, collect items to help you along and, you know, whether or not you're going to try to go after a zombie to roll the dice to see if you can beat it or not. Are you just going to try to, you know, get around it stealthily and, and all that other stuff. So, um, but yeah, I thought it would be, I thought that would actually be really fun trying to figure yeah. out, how, you know, your best way to get to the Winchester. And then, of course, once, once you get to the Winchester um, and you're in there and the zombies start breaking in, it, you 
you know, eventually you have to get your way out and, you know, there'd be something or another. Maybe you have to keep rolling the dice and get a certain, you know, certain numbers or before you finally get out. But as you keep doing that, you know, more and more tiles have to go in there showing like, you know, places in the, the building are catching on fire, mm-hmm. you know, after, you know, that happens. And of course the zombies just keep flooding in. So, uh, but no, I thought it would, I thought that would be a lot of fun. So yeah, I would, I would. love that movie. Is that Shaun of the Dead? Is does that have zombies? Yes. Oh, have you never seen Shaun of the Dead? No, she has not. No. Oh my God, you need to see Shaun of the Dead. Have you seen Hot Fuzz? No. She, you know, there's there's a few British movies that she has not seen yet. A few. They're so good. (laughs) Oh, they're so good. And Nick Frost are like they they are. The dynamic duo. Yeah. You will you will understand me so much better once you see those. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> and I just can't remember what it is. I've it wasn't the world's end, was it? Yes. You saw the world's end? No. Which one was that one? Wait, I can't remember. The world's end is when they go back yes, to this epic time. bar run and there are aliens. Yes, I have seen that one. Okay. Yes. Okay, well, that's like the capstone. Like, a lot of the stuff in that movie keeps referring back to the other two, but they're not directly linked. So, like, the scene where he's, like, jumping over the fences, there's a a scene like that in the other two movies, but it's different in each one. Um, The the thing about there being something red. Anyway, um, it's so freaking awesome. Anyway, (laughs) so, yeah, that was was my first one. So, Um, Ray, do you have another one? Uh, Yeah, so... I'll, I'm going to go with this one because I think I need your help specifically. Okay. Uh, so I'll give you the list of uh, monsters that we're going to deal with first. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to deal with Freddy Krueger. Okay. Uh, or you could be Jason or Chucky or Michael Myers or It or Dracula. Your weapon of choice well, you don't get to choose it, but uh, the weapons involved will be a knife, machete, a chainsaw, a noose, rope, uh, a wooden stake, that kind of thing. The setting is going to be uh, the orphanage from the movie The Orphanage. It's creepy, huge. Okay. Anyway, uh, but it's going to be Clue. Nice. So, so you set it all up. You've got you know your different areas of the orphanage. Uh huh. Creepy ass. I don't know if you've ever seen the orphanage. No, I have not seen it. All right, so all you have to do is Google the uh, the house of, uh, and you'll understand why I picked that one. But okay, so giant place, uh, and then yeah, you know, there's there's something that happens, and then you got to figure each of you is a certain character, and you play Clue, and I see that wasn't that was honestly the second board game that I thought up, and I was like, okay, what can I do and turn this into Clue? And I could not figure out a way to do it. <laughs> I thought that would be kind of fun. And then, I mean, you could actually get into uh, you could get into different um, ones as well, like uh, different areas. I don't know. I just uh-huh. – it's been a long time since I played Clue. I've played it a couple it, of times. Yeah. And uh, But anyway, I thought that would be a fun one. And I tried to s- stick to the more human-esque uh, mm-hmm. characters for that because, I mean, you could be alien, but that's not really – yeah, along with Clue as well, so that's why I picked those characters. Okay, I was trying to think of some better weapons as well, but those ones kind of stuck out in my mind. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much, you know, the standard. You have, you know, shotgun, um, 
Well, I mean, I guess you would see that's more so a weapon I would think to use against them. I would think like yes. knives, chainsaws, um, an axe. Yeah. Um, all those are stabby weapons. What else we yeah. have here? Yeah. That's so. I was thinking, you know, Jason could use a a canoe. <laughs> a what? Canoe paddle. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So you can pretty much use anything. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I yeah, I thought that'd be kind of a fun one. Um, your orphanage is a good spot, or you. I mean, you could do different. You could do different ones, right? You could have different boards, similar to what you were talking about. So you, um, one would be like the lake, right? Crystal Lake, where oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have a whole layout that would be a little bit different for the lake. You could flip it over again, and there would be I don't know. Um, what else? Let's see. Michael Myers. That's her. I mean, you could you could do like a funeral home for Dracula. I don't know, something like that, or his castle. castle, or castle. Yeah, yeah, I would do the castle. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, each each character could have their own little thing. So nice. Yeah, good job, sir. I guess you'd have to have a hospital in there too, somewhere just for fun. Oh yeah, yeah, because a lot of those movies end up in a hospital one way or another. Somewhere. So, well, yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, Chris, what's your next one? Okay, so uh, Beetlejuice. Okay, I love Beetlejuice. Uh, and it would be Operation on Beetlejuice. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is brilliant. It would be for two players, obviously eight and above, because he is a very filthy trash metal uh-huh. character. Um, so. Obviously, battery operated. Obviously, uh, uh, the entire time you turn the game on, he is smack talking you. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, and shrieks when you get something, uh, when you pick something up with the tweezers. But if you touch the sides with the cheezer, tweezers, you get a jolt of electricity. <laughs> there <laughs> you go. Not just the little. <laughs> it's it's a make your heart stop. So the things that you could get. I could see this being cleared very easily through child's. Oh, absolutely. Motor skill development. (laughs) The things you would get would be uh, cockroaches from his teeth, a sandworm from his stomach, Mm -hmm. flies from his head, uh, a bone from his leg. I couldn't think of anything else for the leg. Um, And mucus from his lungs. That's all I could think of at that point. But I liked playing Operation when I was a kid. You'd have to have a shrunken head in there somewhere. Shrunken too. head. Oh yes, the shrunken head. I thought about the shrunken head. Shrunken head for the heart or something like that. Yes, right? I was trying to think of his heart. <laughs> I was gonna, like pull. I'm like that doesn't make any sense. Shrunken head would be good. Yeah, but I could just the whole time. I, I it would be the best game because you could just hear Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice just. Oh what yes. are you doing there? Shit talking <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be awesome. By the way, uh Cy agrees that's that that's an awesome idea is is uh 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 Operation on Beetlejuice. Thank you. Sir. I I think it would be it would be a fun one. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. Uh, Good deal. Would now would it would it be timed? And if no, so, No, because perfection, I can't. Okay, but no. In Operation it is timed. Is it? And No, it's not. I think there is a timer. I think you do have a timer to 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 do it, but I don't remember. No, I don't. Anyway, so 
So the other this thing one is wouldn't, okay. That's stressful. <laughs> that's stressful. So then would it would it sometimes break out with whales? Yes. Oh my god, that would be so great. Oh, I was thinking of uh, Sonora by Harry Belafonte. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Or maybe that plays if you get everything out. If you get there you if go. If you get everything out, then otherwise once in a while if you hit if you if you get shocked, maybe that's when it says whale. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. That'd be fun. I'm almost surprised they didn't do that actually. That makes a lot of sense. They might have, and I just don't remember. Instead of a rib, you could get one of the statues that the they, they created. Like pull out the remember the statues that they oh, used? Yeah, 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 yeah. Stepmom. Lydia's yes. stepmom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be cool. Or the snake. Like especially because it would be this really funky shaped thing and you'd be like, How the hell do oh, I yeah. get this out of here? What the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> yes. And that's the one that everybody dies on, literally, because they get shocked to death. <laughs> Sai says, if you lose, you have to wear the baby blue suit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, his dad wore that suit to his wedding. Um, my next one is also one of my more thought-out ones. Uh, and I really like this one. This was actually more like the other one I based on the Ghostbusters game. This one I thought of just like my own idea. So here we go. Um. I did Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be a uh, either one on one if you're just playing two people, or it's going to be a uh, a group versus one player. So one person is going to play as Freddy. There's going to be two boards. You're going to have uh, I called it day and night, but it's really more the waking and the dream world. And so you take turns like you normally would. And each person's going to go around, you know, they're going to roll die or whatever, and they're going to go around this board, and uh, they have to collect items and weapons that they can use to hopefully uh, protect themselves against Freddy. And then uh, Freddy is going to also be moving around the dream board, um, collecting um, uh, weapons and stuff that he can use against the other players. And at some point... Uh, you know, I didn't go all the way through figuring out the the game mechanic, but uh, at some point it will trigger, and you will literally take the the players from this board and move them all into the dream world. Mm-hmm. And once they moved into the dream world, so that's another part is you have to figure out: well, do we stay together, or do we split, split up to see if yep. we can get more items or whatever? Um, I figure at one point, like you know, Freddy has a certain. Um, uh, Freddy has a certain item that he can get that will allow him to move from, you know, from uh, the dream world into the waking world where he can basically, you know, go after one of them if he's close enough. Uh, but then, yeah, you'd basically just have these massive battles like, you know, the players trying to figure out what's going to be the best way to to hunt down Freddy Krueger. Should we stay together as a group? Do we spread out? Do we get more weapons or whatever? And, of course, whoever's playing Freddy is going to have to figure out, well... Um, you know, can I can I separate them out, or you know, can I maneuver them around, or whatever? And I, I thought it would be an interesting game mechanic. So, yeah. Um, and then like I said, you could you could do this. You could have it to where it's day for several rounds, and then it would go to night, and then after a certain amount of time, it would flip back into the daytime, so that you know you basically can kind of heal or or kind of keep going. And and the way it works would be, you know, uh, if the team, of course you know, defeats Freddy, they win. And if he knocks off, you know, if he slowly but surely kills him, of course he's going to be pretty OP. Uh, oh yeah. But you know, if he, if he kills everyone off, then of course he wins. So, yeah. but and I was trying to figure out a game mechanic. Cause I was even like, well, maybe, maybe there would be 
you know, let's say it's up to five players. So one person plays Freddy and then there's four other players and we maybe put like there's a total of eight characters in the box so that if you die, you could grab another one because I like the game. I like the European game mechanic of, um, you know, not everyone is, you know, once you lose, you know, you don't necessarily lose and you're out mm-hmm. like Monopoly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more like Ticket to Ride or uh, Settlers of Catan where Everybody keeps you may get behind, but yeah, you play until the very end. So yeah. so maybe it's once Freddy kills four, five characters. Once Freddy kills five characters, game's over. So we can, you know, you know. But anyway, uh, no, I thought mm-hmm. I, I, I thought that would be an interesting game mechanic. So Like a super team player kind of game if yeah. you had like four other people. Yeah, there's a monopoly could break families apart. <laughs> yeah, like massive fights. About I think there'd be a lo- and I think there'd be a lot of people who, unfortunately, they'd be fighting and they'd be like, you know, I want to be Freddy this time. No, I want to be Freddy uh, this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, of course, I like playing we as a team. Can't have two Freddy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like playing as a team though, so I would, you know, I'd be like, no, we the people. I'm gonna take this bastard down. <laughs> um. There's actually a game out there, and I looked into it. It was really cool, but like once it got popular, because I, I watched it on, on tabletop, once it got popular, I don't know if it was a limited run or whatever, but it jumped way up in price. And it was like, I think it was called something like The Curse of Dracula, and it's literally a map of Europe. And one person is playing Dracula. And you don't know where they are. They have to like keep. They have to keep track of their movement on a separate board. And everyone else is trying to find clues and stuff, oh, cool. and eventually hunt him down and and narrow it down to where he is. And then of course try to get enough people over there to, uh, to kill him. And it, man, it seemed like a really cool game mechanic. It seemed like a lot of fun. So I understand why it all of a sudden just jumped way up in price. Because, you know, I used to watch that show, and almost after after almost every episode. I immediately pull up Amazon and just be like, I'm just going to put that in the wish list. And <laughs> so, cause I've got, I've probably got 30 or 40 board games. Not that I get a lot of time to play, but I've probably got 30 or 40 board games sitting in my wish list. Like if anyone ever asks what I want for a birthday or Christmas or whatever, I'm just like, here, just pick yeah. something. Go. So did y'all, uh, did you have a third one or uh, did you just have to take- I do. Okay. So you yeah. go ahead, babe. Okay. Oh, you go- okay. Yeah. Uh, so my last one is, um, Based on the Adams family, but the Adams family from the movies. Okay. Uh, so it would be Guess Who. Uh, okay. Because I remember one of the, I think it was either the ball, the wedding. I can't remember, but there were so many of them. And you'd play Guess Who, and how much fun would that be to try and guess if you have Morticia or Cousinette yeah. or Because they're all so different. They, they all don't look the same. Wrong. But there's so there's so many similarities <laughs> yes. as well where you know, yeah. yeah. So you can only ask yes or no questions. It's only two players. Um, uh, what did I write there? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I scribbled a lot of stuff down. Oh my god! It's terrible math. Uh, but yeah, but guess who? I always I liked playing guess who. And then when Quinny was doing um, speech therapy early on, guess who was how we got him to take turns and how to start. Um, communicating back and forth, like taking turns. Oh, nice. And and yeah. being able to articulate something. Yes, so, that's what it started yeah. with Guess Who. So he was like four, yeah, three around or there. four. Yeah. Four, probably. But yeah, I think it's a real. I like Guess Who. It's a really great game and makes you think outside the box. So if you have a bunch of Adams's. Yeah, because Adams's. Adams's. Yes. <laughs> 
The Adams is. Yeah. We need a shirt that says the Adams is. The Adams is. Yes. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> the Adams is. Yeah. Well, what's your last one, Ray? Um, okay, so this one I need a lot of help with. Uh, I, I have. It's okay. very interesting that you had uh, Freddie um, because I had something very similar. Uh, so I'm not. I've played Settlers of Catan once. And I'm, I, I know it's a huge game, and I know that, you know, I just, I don't even remember a lot of the mechanics. I just remember okay. you have to collect stuff in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so what I've, what I picked out was you had different species of, of the, you know, horror genre. So you have predators, you have aliens, you have vampires, you have werewolves, and then you have one person being, uh, Freddy. Okay. So, so the way that I saw it was um, they had to collect wood, obviously, to to and clay for like casting weapons. Uh, you have your stones. You, um, Chris brought up a good one. Uh, uh, Wicket breaks our computer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris has a good one. Uh, adding crystals in there for magic weapon or or power. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. So. So that was kind of cool. Um, and then that way they could make different weapons or different things. Um, and then I really wanted Freddy to be, uh, so Freddy's capability is going in and basically picking off people from the other tribes. Mm-hmm. And they would, they would then work for him in his dreamland. So he'd be collecting people and stuff like that. Uh, and whatever they, whatever that person was collecting, uh, however many people he got from their, from their um, tribe, then he would, they would get instead and be able to create and uh, and manifest more things. I don't know. That's it's okay. it, it's like I said, it was a brief concept that I was like, I need a lot of work on that one, and I need a lot of help on it because I don't know a lot about Catan other than. This actually sounds like the way you're doing it with the people and stuff, it almost sounds like it would fit a better game mechanic for a game that I haven't even played. I've I've seen it played multiple times. I just haven't yeah. ever played it. Um but very similar to that. It's still you're still collecting resources. Yeah. Um But yeah, I mean I, I like the idea of, of um say maybe wood, uh metal, um yeah. and then like you said, you know, crystals for magic or whatever, yeah. and then being able to combine those things to you know, to do additional things. So, yeah. Uh, no, I like that idea. Yeah. It just, I, and you were mentioning it earlier the, uh, about, you know, Freddie having a different. So, there's, a, I, I like the idea of one person having a different objective to the game where they have to do something else. Right. Uh, I, I think it, yeah, could be a lot of fun. See, See that... I, I'd be Freddie in what you were talking about the the previous game where, if you got the whole team going after you or the yeah. going after you. And like, see, and I I kept coming back to that idea. I was like, you could do that for so many different things. Like I said, yeah. you know, kind of based off that idea of Dracula, you could do that with, you know, whether it be um, Jason or Freddy or yep. Dracula or, yep. um, I mean, pretty much any one of like the, you know, the horror, you know, movie thing. So, yeah. Dude, can you imagine a predator version? Oh, that'd be cool. so! You're collecting all these badass weapons and shit. <laughs> that would actually be awesome. Be um, the last one I had, literally, I just threw something together, and I was like, 
I, 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 this is the one that I came up with the game first and was trying to figure out the movie to go along with it. And because of the game I picked, I wanted to pick something that I thought would be completely ridiculous. And, um, I want to see a Friday the 13th version of Shoots and Ladders. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, you've got however many people there are, say four characters, you know, you got your four players and they're going around and it's like Shoots and Ladders. You know, you, you roll, you hit a place. Oh, you get to move further in the board. Oh, you hit another place and you go back. And then after, say, you go, you know, a round or two, then the Freddy character comes and he just keeps and he moves along. You take turns moving him along and, if he catches up to you, you're dead. You go back to the beginning. Or, you know, if you roll back behind him, you can't pass him unless you, you know, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it would just be, it would be ridiculous. It would be fun. You know what would be fun with that? Mm-hmm. Is, uh, if, if Freddy hits certain squares, uh, the board would have a mechanic on it that you, you slide and then the board changes so that. Oh, yes. Because so that, yeah, that was one of his big things was that he changes reality on you. Right. Cause you're in a dream world. Yeah. So yeah. Um, certain it's like those, uh, the 3d books and stuff like that. When you pull something, like something. Yeah. Yeah. Moves. So you would, you would do that. And I think that'd be kind of fun. That would, would be change, awesome. It would change your board up a bit. But yeah, like having, yeah. Uh, um, uh, um, uh, Having well, like I said, in this case, it would be Jason running around. But you know, doing that with Freddie even would be would be crazy yeah. too. Yeah. So because you're basically, you know, it, 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 instead of like going after the the villain, you're literally just like, okay, you just have to get to the other end of the board. Go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, here's the guy, and he's you know he's got you know advances or whatever. And yeah, of course, to make it more like a horror movie, there'd probably be certain squares that you hit where if you get to it, nothing happens. But if he gets to it, he gets to like advance up like four or five spots. You're just oh, yeah. not yeah. fucking fair. Yeah. So. <laughs> He walked across the lake. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so, um, well, if if y'all have anything else, I think that's it oh, for us. Oh, yeah, that's that's, we had. that's chill. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move on to our uh, picks and pans for the week. Would anyone like to go first? Uh, I'll go. All right. You okay. Go. <laughs> I was about. That's be. okay. No, sorry. You want to go? Okay. You go. Um. So. Uh, for my picks, we're, uh, I'm reading two books right now at the moment. I'm reading Armada by Ernest Klein. Ooh, okay. So I'm only on chapter five, but um, I, it's interesting. I know I've heard that it's not as good as Ready Player One, but I think I can hop more on board with this one because there's less, so far there's less uh, references to video games I've never heard of. and Okay. No rush so far, so you know I can relate to that better. Um, and uh-huh. I'm only so I'm only on chapter five. And then um, on Audible in the car, we've been listening to uh, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. And I think we're only on chapter ten, but so far this is my favorite one. I've never read this book before. I only got up to um, Goblet of Fire and only uh-huh. half of that, but I'm really really liking this one. Um, this one's a lot of fun. This one. This one's. Really, I really, really like this. This is the book we're missing for some reason. Yeah, we don't, we have every other book, but or the things I don't know where it went. Hmm. Somebody um, borrowed it and it's gone. Yes. <laughs> also, Quinn started archery um, last month, end of last month, yeah. and it is 
it's only an hour and it's a 15 minute drive to get there. So we just stay there. It's just easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so fun to watch him because it's so step by step. There's safety protocols that you have to follow. So you can't, if people are still shooting. You have to wait and you have to knock it anyways. It's really good for him because it's just straightforward. It's, yep. He's so it's focused not, and he's kind of good at it. Nice. And he really likes it too, which is yep. great. And then one more thing. Um, since we started um, blue, the Blue Zone diet about a month ago. I wouldn't even call it a diet. It's not a diet, it, but it's, it's a the change best. in the way you eat. I know, but that's right. just like so pretentious. Anyway. I know. That's still. <laughs> but we're not doing it to lose weight. It's a um, lifestyle. Yeah, it's not a lifestyle change. So I've been doing it for about a month, and the best thing that's come out of it, other than eating a whole lot better, is I've learned to like co- love cooking. I love cooking now. And she made made uh, pad thai I made tonight. Homemade was... pad thai from scratch <laughs> wow. tonight. But tonight we had friends over with their kids, and um, one of the kids he went back for seconds. He said, "You're an amazing cook." Yeah, said I was an amazing cook. <laughs> well, I'm an 11 year old, so I'll take it. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) And it was, yeah, I was really happy that it turned out really well. And then earlier this week, I made um, a type of Vietnamese sandwich. Mm -hmm. But instead of tofu in it, I used cauliflower. Mm -hmm. And it was so good. She she did the cauliflower as if it was, uh, I don't know if you've ever had sneaky wings or anything like that. But uh, it's it's like chicken wings. uh, Except with cauliflower. Okay, yeah, 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 I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the kind of the flavor of it on a mm-hmm. on a sandwich, which was really delicious. Yeah. But I'm okay. it's what I've discovered for anybody who doesn't like to cook but you like to bake, it's just like baking. <laughs> Cooking is just yeah. like baking. I've been trying to tell her that for a while. I know, but the other thing too is that I have I live with three very picky eaters, so it was never any fun to cook for just myself all this food that nobody else was gonna eat. But yeah. now everybody's trying everything, minus Quinn because there's other things going on there, yes. but um, Logan's been really, really good about it. She's liked everything that I've made so far. Yep. She loves stuffed bell peppers. Like, I, who knew? Like that's oh, like, bell peppers the shit. I love them. Yeah, okay. and I'd never made them before because nobody would eat them, but she tried them, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been very. They're not good. great warmed up, but they're yeah. Yeah. Well, these these are are stuffed bell peppers with like quinoa and. No, it's rice. Oh, so it's rice. And we do beans. rice, rice and beans, yeah. and uh, others, a few other veggies that you throw in there, and tomato sauce, and tomato sauce, and top of a little bit of cheese, and away you cheese. go. Mm-hmm. Good. I I put taco seasoning in mine. Put taco seasoning in everything. Oh, taco um, seasoning is great. I freaking put uh, the the uh, uh, chipotle um, um, hot sauce that I discovered. Like on freaking everything now. Like yes. I, I find an excuse. I'm like, no, oh, I'm gonna put that on there. So yeah, popcorn. <laughs> I actually would give that a shot. Like it, I fucking love that sauce that much. I would give that a shot. A little bit of, little bit of that. So I'm telling you, maybe to do that. Hmm. Big dog. Oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, Ray, what's your what's your picker pan for the week? So uh, I have a pick that um, I, I'm really excited about this one, and I am asking for help. We we uh, asked Eugene to throw some links on the uh, on the channel here, and um, they are up, and they are up. So thank you very much uh, for doing that. Uh, I'm going to be part of the Celebrity Hockey Classic up in my area, um, 
it is in support of Easter Seals. If you don't want to, if you don't know what Easter Seals is, uh, they try and help out. It's a as, charity. It's a charity. They help out as many kids as they can with physical disabilities. Uh, they have a camp that they run that is completely wheelchair accessible. Yeah, 100% um, wheelchair accessible. They even have a ropes climbing course for these kids to go on with wheelchairs. Like it's, it's great. Uh, you know, there's uh, Chris's family was actually. Um, yeah, my cousin is uh, severely disabled. He's got cerebral palsy and then some brain damage from an accident when he was in utero. So, yeah, he's. They help them with their um, with their van because it needs to be wheelchair accessible. It actually opens up like a spaceship. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, and he's been to some summer camps and things like that. So yeah. It's just been really helpful for them. So they're all about the family, right? They they want to make sure that the families have a good time together and have good memories, and that's what it's all about. So uh, for us to be able to raise some money about it, um, I'm going to be a part of this hockey tournament. And so the, the uh, each team that we're uh, are actually going to have an ex NHL player on them uh, on the ice with them. So okay. uh, Eric Lindros is going to be there. We're going to have um, uh, Doug Gilmore. Uh, we're going to have, uh, Ally Frady is going to be out there. There's going to be a couple more, more as well. Um, anyway, we're really excited. Uh, it should be a really good time. And so if you can give, please do. If you can't, I completely understand. Maybe just think about, you know, giving some, uh, some charity near you. Uh, cause you know, there's never hurts to give a little bit. So absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome that you're doing that. So, as you would say, good on you, sir. <laughs> um, I actually have, uh, well, I guess I, I kind of have three picks in, uh, in, a, in a pan. Uh, my pan is, um, even though it turned into a pick because I managed to get everything fixed, but uh, when everything just goes to shit and just starts breaking all at once, it just it sucks. I had a rough week. If you follow me on Instagram, you you got some of the some of it. Um, my uh, dryer stopped working last week, and uh, my wife wanted to see if I could move the motor from a, one that was given to us into it. And it should have been a fairly easy process. It wasn't. Um, uh, and then on top of that, while taking care of that, the dryer or the um, uh, vacuum cleaner got completely clogged up trying to clean some of that stuff out. Uh, but I got both of those things fixed, and I managed to fix a piece on her car that we had just spent a bunch of money on her car, and then this other thing happens. Luckily, it was a very simple fix. Uh, but yeah, just when everything goes to shit all at once, it's just like, really? Can I catch a break, please? Yep. Uh, especially in this month, because I've got so much stuff going on. We're just like a week and a half away from uh, Halloween, so you know, I'm still <laughs> trying to get stuff finalized. Um, as for picks... Uh, number one is uh, Castle Rock. If you have Hulu and you are a Stephen King fan, it is not directly off of a Stephen King book, but it references a lot of books. The first half of the season takes place at um, uh, the Shawshank Prison. Uh, there are lots of references to The Shining. There's references to Cujo. There's references to a lot of different stuff. It is that Stephen King questionable pseudo science type stuff going on, you know, you know, with a mystery going on. Um, but my wife and I both watched it and, and we both really liked it. Uh, my second pick is, uh, I'm about halfway through season two of big mouth on, uh, Netflix. Um, 
Told it you. Is, <laughs> it is so, so funny. Uh, definitely go back and watch the first season if you haven't seen it. Um, but it's, it's basically just these, these young teenage kids that are going through puberty, puberty and the, the craziness that goes along with it. And it's some very, of the stuff they bring up, you're just like, Oh God, I remember that when I was that age and that was crazy. Honest, so very honest. Oh yeah. Very honest. Very uh, not safe for work. Oh no. no. <laughs> and then my third thing, <laughs> my third thing is, is, um, a while back, I created this model for a flux capacitor, and I've had it on sale on our Etsy site, and it's done really well. And uh, I've actually made you know a little bit of money off of it, and but I could not figure out what on earth was causing it to sell. I mean, it's a flux capacitor. Yes, that's awesome. Flux capacitors are awesome. But uh, I couldn't figure out why it was selling. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, so I, I, you know, I. Thought about it, thought about it, and I was like, okay, well, it, it's a prop from a, it's a miniaturized prop from a movie. It's got an LED in it. You know, people like shiny stuff. Um, and it's a kit, you know, so it's not, and it's not hard to put together. It's something you could do with like some kids, and you know, it's very basic electronics. It's, you know, just like a watch battery with some LEDs. And, uh, I kept trying to figure out what's something else I could do. So I got the idea, and I designed it, and I finally got it printed. And uh, I've got a few more things I need to iron out. But uh, if you're not watching the video version, of course, what's odd is this is the audio version is going to be much better than the video version this week. But um, <coughs> pardon me, I made a miniaturized version of the Autobot Matrix of Leadership, and uh, it's oh geez, it's you know probably about the size of my hand or whatever. So it's not like full size. It's not like I can hold it up like they did in the movie or whatever. But um, I did. I did some more advancements where the other one you have to kind of do some stuff. This one, you literally, there's a slot in the top where you can take oh, the watch battery and you just kind of push it down in there. And I didn't have, where's my tool? There we go. We take the tool and we push the watch battery down and yeah. it lights up. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, I freaking love this. I'll have to post <laughs> a picture of this thing. Um, to the point that when I was showing my brother, uh, I had to go back and add a hook on the back of it. Because uh, even though technically it would make me Galvatron, I may have to straight sport this at work on a chain <laughs> for a little while just because. So um, if you're a Transformers fan, uh, check out our Etsy site. It's uh, Etsy.com, uh, I think, slash shop, Epically Geeky. Or you can just go to EpicallyGeeky.com, and there is a link for it up there on the top. So, Well, that is our show for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, of course, you can find us at uh, EpicallyGeeky.com. You can find us on uh, the actual show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music. If you would, please give us a five-star rating. It does help out a lot. Um, we do do the show live on YouTube. Uh, sure. Of course, apparently they've been having some problems for a while now. <laughs> uh, our friend Cyrus was in the uh, in the chat room uh, telling us about it. He's been having the same issues over on his channel. So, And speaking of which, if you're interested in... in Mainly retro video game stuff, but if you're interested in you know video game stuff, go check him out at Video Game Virus on YouTube. So, um, and then of course you can find us at Epically Geeky on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Where can we find you online, uh, Ray? Uh, so Lake Life Artist on Instagram is the best spot. I haven't posted in a lot on the late uh, lately, but uh, it's getting to be wintertime soon. So after the cleanup is done and uh, you know we uh, get the tires changed and all the fun stuff. Uh, I'm going to be looking at finishing up a couple of fun uh, projects for uh, the skateboards that I've been promising. I, I 
I'm still working on those. Mm-hmm. And then I got a couple more canvases as well, so I've got some more ideas to, to get out. I'm going to get back into the oils. So oh, okay. It should be fun. Very cool. Yeah. Chris, where can we find you? Um, here at Epically Geeky, Marginally Geeky, and soon Sistine Geeky. Yes, that one's, that one's still... Which, yeah. speaking of which, so uh, we're waiting for one more little thing for mm-hmm. that to fall into place. Um, working with a guy to get that last thing in, but uh, Jennifer has got me the files. Mm-hmm. I've started setting it up on the site. As soon as I can, uh, I will get that. Like I said, once we get that last piece finalized, we will yeah. get it up. And you'll actually have four or five episodes to listen to it all at once. So uh, if you, you know, we've, like I said, we've been promising it for quite a while, but we've got four episodes in the yeah. can. Who knows, depending on when this last piece falls in, uh, maybe. Knows <laughs> the fifth episode, maybe up there. I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe that's okay though. Uh, yeah. Um, speaking of other episodes, marginally geeky. Uh, we'll be recording uh probably the first Wednesday of next month, mm-hmm. and our uh, episode on that will be um, was it astrophysics for people on the run? Yep. By Neil deGrasse Tyson. So I still I'm have to go back and give that a second listen, so I can do show notes on it. Because yeah. trying to do show notes the first time through would have been impossible. No, so I think I'm on like chapter <coughs> seven. I don't know where I am. I, I try. I'm trying with that one. I, it's a lot going in. It's together. it's, it's a lot of stuff because he moves lot. around from everything. Yes, and then you can find me on Instagram at Cedar Birch Cottage. And as for me, you can follow my individual wacky adventure online at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night. has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 